Hello, my name is Brandon Boat, and you're listening to the Theater of Public Policy podcast. On the show, we had Russ Turner, the director of People Incorporated Training Institute. We chatted with Russ about de-escalation techniques for disarming confrontation. We talked about practical steps you could do in everyday life or at the holiday dinner table. I hope you like the show. Our media sponsor for this season was MinPost, which provides reader-supported news and analysis. You can find out more information at MinPost.com. There's a lot to talk about with de-escalation training. I figure a good place to start is to just get rid of the D part and just talk about what is escalated. Like, when we talk about somebody is escalated... Before we can de-escalate them, they have to be escalated. Yeah. What what does that mean? Well, your, your president was a bit escalated. Yeah, Miller Fillmore, very escalated. Sort of shouting, uh, blood pressure comes up, pupils dilate, blood rushes to the big muscles, um, blood goes to the back of your brain. Really? The, why the back of your brain? That's where your fight or flight uh, circuitry is, and your, your limbic system is very emotional back there, and it... Crucially, it flows away from your prefrontal areas where you can really think. So you become irrational. You say dumb things. You get loud. It's escalation. So, uh, so we know it's not just sort of, I don't know, we think maybe of it as, uh, I don't know, the things in our body like rising or falling. But there's actually blood that's moving in yeah. different parts of our brain. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not that hard to me. I have not done it personally. But like if you put the right kind of scanning technology on a brain, you can see where the blood is going. Yeah. And it's going away from the front of the brain to the back have of you, the brain. Have you ever uh, been, like, so kind of upset or angry about something or maybe fearful that you forgot something that you knew you knew? Like a telephone number or something. I don't know. Can any, I give you an example? I don't know any telephone numbers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. It's so, 2019. So, like... I once had to bring my wife to the ER room, um, and I didn't know what was wrong. It, was, it, was, it turned out it was a kidney stone, but it was pretty bad. And so, the, you know, a lot of stress, fear, and she goes in with the doctors, and then I have to, like, do the paperwork and the, like, you know, social security number, you know, like, insurance company address, wife's employer. I know these things, but I couldn't remember them in that moment. That's an example of where your thinking brain is shut down because your body's responding to a threat and thinks that you've got to, like, just survive. So it sends its resources to the places that really matter, which is the heart, the lungs, the back of the brain, the legs, you know, and you can't think. And so this is actually a very... I, you know, long evolved process probably that goes back, you know, millions of years to, you know, when you were faced with a predator or something in the wild, you needed to be ready, fight or flight to like yeah. respond. It's no time for like sexual reproduction or um, God. it's no, not. it's no time for, you know, the immune system. It's no time to ovulate. Yeah. It's it's time to well I agree I'm not a time for that no yeah. so so yeah it, what I, is this something that you can is why does that I mean obviously like you're talking about okay there's something that seems like a threat yeah. uh, potentially yeah. but I think that a lot of us would say well I see people who are you know heightened or like yeah. I've had experiences with people. And it doesn't really seem like there's something that's... They're just getting angry about something. Mm-hmm. Is that 
different, or is it just the same and we, I don't know, trick ourselves into getting heightened that way? Well, the, the key thing that you said was that it seems like a threat. So when the brain perceives a threat, it acts the same. So it doesn't really matter whether the threat is real or not. The circuitry and the chemistry is the same. So, um, yeah, so... I, I, it, your, your question's really clever, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really matter because once someone... And the other thing is once someone's, like, heightened, it's a loop, which is like... So, for example, if I sense that I'm breathing heavily, then my brain will think, oh, my God, he's breathing heavily. Something must be bad. So it's a loop, and it kind of, like, feeds on itself. So is that like you can kind of hype yourself up if yeah. you you needed to? You, you know, guys were be, doing it before the show. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're I heard you. We're heightened. Yeah. Uh, we're very heightened. Yeah, I um, mean, like if you get your body moving, yeah. you'll get everything. Like you'll get your brain moving too. So that's and so. What we're largely talking about here, though, is a lot of times we all interact with folks or people in certain professions interact with folks who are very heightened and it's not helpful that they're particularly heightened potentially. Yep. Um, And so we try and think about, okay, how do we manage that situation? How do I interact with someone? Yep. So first of all, let's do this. What's the wrong way to interact with someone who's extremely heightened? So if you think about like, like they're coming up in energy, in like volume and maybe even in temperature, there's a there's a there's an up happening. What most people want to do, they don't like this up, so they want to push it down in some way. And the most common way to try and like push it, like stop it, like no, don't don't be up, like come down. The most common would be to tell them to calm down. Yeah, calm down. Calm down. Yeah, stop exactly. being stop being crazy. Just like down. Yeah, down, down off the couch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you like. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. But that's bad. You shouldn't just yell. You can't just tell someone, stop it. It's invalidating. <laughs> Why is that a problem? <laughs> because, <laughs> because when you tell someone to calm down, you're telling them that you don't like the emotion that they're having. So, But I don't. So please don't have it. I don't want them to. I know. So, and then we're just, because now, is it that I'm the threat? Or like, I'm, or I'm just not helping with the threat? It's more like you're just not helping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Just not being helpful. Uh, okay, so we shouldn't be just trying to like, somebody is very heightened, somebody's emotional. You, we're not trying to just like squash that and push it down. If you push it down, they'll push it up more. Like if you say to me, calm down, it's just not a big deal. I think to myself, oh my God, I reached out to Tane trying to find like a, a connection, a human bit of warmth. And he just blew me off and said that he didn't think it was valid, hence invalidating. So that... The likelihood is uh, I'll think, uh, how can I get his attention? And a good way is to go up more. Which is not what we want most no. of the time. Yeah. So, so there's a, like inverse relationship that develops really fast. Is The more you tell him to calm down, the more I'm going to go up. 
and say, you, don't you dare tell me to calm down or like a lot worse. You're right. Okay, so if I'm not going to just go to my failsafe, which is just calm down, uh, then... It's not a big deal is a yeah, good one. Yeah, it's not, yeah, like, yeah. Mm, just whatever. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm not going to do that, do you have... I actually know that you do have sort of like this seven, twelve things that we can do in terms of de-escalation. There's a few, few, yeah. We put six verbal ones on a slide, and then apart from that, we took about non-verbal. Okay, which is actually really interesting, and I want to dig into that, but why don't we just start? Like, how do we start? So I'm very heightened. We shouldn't say just calm down. What what is the first thing? The first thing to do is recognize what's happening neurologically to the escalated person, which is... Where we start? No, I know. It's just but, funny because I'm just imagining someone yelling at me and being like, you well, know, well, this beer is terrible. And I'm like, <laughs> in their brain. Uh. Well, it, but, but what kind of conversation do you think you're going to have? Like, which part of the brain do you think you should, like, look after? The front or the back? And the answer is the back. Oh, I I was honestly going to say I should look after the front. because the front isn't engaged. If someone's screaming at you, that's not rational behavior. That's an indicator that they're not fully switched on. So what's hard is that if someone yells at you and abuses you and calls you, you know, that thing that you hate being called, then it's going to engage the very same circuitry for you. So you have to do some way of... Like the Daniel Goleman, the emotional intelligence uh, writer guru, calls it taking the high road. You've got to like switch on your front brain to like react, uh, respond actually differently from react. But what was the question? Okay, so what are we doing? How do? How am I? Okay, so So the first thing. So recognize, yeah. And so if you if you work with the the very sort of fight or flighty part of the person's brain, you've got to present yourself. As not a threat. I do that constantly. <laughs> uh, that's just my... Do you see me? Uh, so, uh, well, yeah. But how do I do that? How do well, I... Well, you, you, you... There's you, a lot of flailing like this, well, I imagine. Just, just supine on the ground. Get, get yourself uh, steady, calm, and just present as like, come on, let's do this. I'm willing to work with you. Uh, it's all good. Here I am. And the hands are really important because the hands are super important because many of the people uh, who get upset and are escalated, uh, at least in our mental health programming, have a a history of trauma, a lived experience of trauma. And so uh, they won't know it, but when hands come up like this, it can quickly reenact um, being beaten up, being abused, being, being, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, so... So the hands have to be down because the hind brain back here knows what hands look like when they come to attack you. Okay. And they don't look like this. This is, come on, Tane. It's, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to connect. We're going to do something about this. And so it seems really obvious and simple. But if you don't think that through, it's very often that people are exactly what the heck are you? And the hands are right up here. And if you're now a little, like, seven or eight-year-old child and I'm standing up, then to them, I'm, I'm a big, threatening presence. And so what is that going to do with their hind brain? It's just going to react. Okay, so... So first thing's the nonverbal. Okay, so I have assessed your brain. Uh, I have put my hands down. Yeah. And now I say, calm down! Uh, <laughs> no. 
if, if that's all you've got for saying, like verbal, just don't say anything. <laughs> just, just do this one. Also, with nonverbal, it's better to be at an angle. Really? So, yeah, because if we was, like, turn to me, like, if we was going to have a fight, right. then it's going to be like this. I'm often in yeah. fights. So, uh. so, um, so if we turn a bit like this, that's not a violent um, posture. Oh, that's interesting. And you don't learn that at school, you're... you're evolutionary, you know, brain just knows. So this is interesting. So this is... You don't attack someone like this. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't attack anyone. These hips are I'm weapons. a de-escalation uh, trainer. I yeah, can't. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is interesting. So a lot of this... Uh, uh, see, we're starting with all these nonverbal pieces. So Absolutely. it's like hands are... De- How much of it is... It, does the nonverbal more important than the verbal? Uh, I would say, yeah. yeah. Because if I come to you... And you've got a problem, and I say, oh, and I kind of sigh and, and, and roll my eyes. And, and then I've given you a lot of information about what I'm thinking about before I speak. So I, you have to kind of get that right before you go to verbal. Okay. okay. Does so, that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm- like if you walk into a, some sort of building, maybe there's some sort of receptionist staff person, you know immediately whether they're like happy to see you and engaged with. They're not. No. <laughs> see, see, you knew that. I did. Right, right, and you know that immediately, and you knew that before they even spoke. Yeah. And you, you, by the way, like you know when you go somewhere, and the moment you you see that person that's going to help you, you think I got the right. Uh, it's it, it, I got the right person. Like you want to be that person. And by and the way to that person has their hands down here and well, is turned to the side. You're, you're so. over focusing on the hands. Okay. Well, what's the next step? We have to get to the next okay. step. What's the next piece? Well, you you have to start talking. Oh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Going to get in trouble here. What um what do we say? Okay. So the, the the this is the big one that nobody does, and what it is is you reflect back what you just heard. So I would reflect back what I just heard. Yes. <laughs> but if you do it word for word, it can be annoying. Annoying. You, you want to paraphrase it if you can. Paraphrase it how? Give me an example. I, can I give you an example? You or? be mad at me okay. and I'll paraphrase. Uh, okay. Uh, how, how dare you wear all black on this show when our curtain is black you are just blending in right now no everyone thinks that you're just a floating head from britain all right so you're upset that i wore black tonight yes (laughs) (laughs) and it sounds like you would have preferred me to wear something more like what you've got. Calm down! <laughs> yeah. But anyway, reflecting. Reflecting back. Yeah. And, and what that does is it connects us very fast. Okay, so I'm reflecting, but, but not repeating, not doing the thing that like a four-year-old it, does. You can repeat. If people are really, really highly escalated, remember the brain, the... We, it's it's called system two, okay. It's here. 
This is system two. Two is here and one is back here. That seems backwards. Well, that's that's what Daniel Kahneman said. So, you know, he's the researcher. Okay. And um, two isn't really switched on. So when I repeat back to you, oh, you're upset about this thing with your brother. You're trying to get system two to, like, grab it and go, oh, he's got it. He's understanding that there's a thing with the brother. For it, and, and, and that's where de-escalation starts because what you want to do is engage the thinking brain. Oh, that's you can't thing. converse with the fight-or-flight response. It can't, well, you can, but it's only probably in a fight-or-flight way, right? Like, yeah. that's bad, and we want to get back to... It doesn't, it doesn't think in, in a rational way. It just responds. Okay, so uh, we're trying to get back to this. So reflecting back. Um, reflecting. So now we've got the paradigm at work of like, what I've got to do is get your system two back and keep your system one calm. So reflecting back's good and you can keep it pretty simple and you kind of keep doing that. Oh, so it's this thing with the brother. Oh, yeah, I understand. Like, I, I hear you telling me that you really need to use the phone right now and you're worried because blah, blah, blah. And what you want is for them to go, yeah, yeah, exactly, that's it, that's it, oh my God, yeah. And then there you, then you connect and you go down from there. But other tools will be apologize, state your support. The word help is good. Like, listen, I've heard what you've had, you know, that you've got this problem, I'm going to help you, okay? Some people just forget to say that. System 2 likes that. It, it will hear that and think, oh, good, help. I like that, I want that. Um, and then statements that are validating are really important. Back to validation. So calm down isn't isn't validating. Validating statements are ones that that make the point that your emotion is valid. It's okay to be nervous would be a validating statement, for example. So if someone says, "Oh my God, I'm freaking out about the thing," and blah 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 blah. You would want to say, I see you're really nervous. You, It's okay to be nervous. Let's talk about it a little bit. So to that end, is that sort of the phenomenon of, I, I hear this a lot uh, in terms of couples, like, you know, if your partner comes home and they're like, I'm really angry about this thing, mm-hmm. should you shouldn't be trying to... Don't be angry. Don't, I mean, well, don't just, be angry. And no. don't is it true? Don't try and fix it for it's them either. It's not a either. big deal. Yeah, don't do that. Don't no. say it's not a big deal. <laughs> or just say... Why are you telling me? <laughs> I wasn't there. Now, these are all things you shouldn't do. Oh, good. I'm okay. glad we... <laughs> I was testing yeah. to see if you pick it up. Yeah, I did. Um, so, so go, like, go the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So, go, I, are, we, I, are we role-playing? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. It's an improv show. Okay. okay. So, oh. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, everyone at work was uh, driving me nuts. Uh, the paper cutter was just every it was it was not sharp at all i told tim to sharpen it he never did i've been i'm trying to i can't even cut a single piece of paper i have buttons to make (laughs) you're having a hard time at work tim especially is not being very helpful no kidding Mm -hmm. and you're frustrated about the whole thing at work we got to do something about tim yeah what are you what are you thinking? Did you 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 came down there? I did come yes. down. Yeah. So now I realize Tim so now, is the problem, not you. <laughs> Tim. This is annoying. <laughs> 
let me throw out it since we're this far in. It's just a, a counter theory to this. Okay, so you, you're super heightened, um, and you, you say you don't want to tell somebody, just calm down. I, I accept your way of doing this, like to mirror them in some ways is a match. What if you just out uh, escalate them? Like you, you come in, you, you, we'll do a role play, you be upset about something. <laughs> well, hang on. You're you're do, you're doing a classic like I'm gonna get the instructor now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are. You what you're doing is like, hang on. What if? It's a, I'm, what if? I, I'm, what if? Exactly. What well, you haven't even tried it, way. and you're already a well. What if it doesn't work? Well, then you might punch me. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean. Like, if it doesn't work, try something else. So it doesn't work, probably, if somebody's super heightened. Look, if For someone... me to be even more heightened, and then they get freaked out. Well, if it doesn't work, like, just do it more. I mean, look, if, you, if you're so heightened that I can't connect with you very, 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 very quickly, right. then I need more time. So, uh, can I ask you... Uh, because this is something that we were talking about. I think that a lot of folks may have like heard of de-escalation training for the first time because it is something that we talk a lot about police officers learning, like as a way yeah. to uh, not just not just cops. But that's just what I was going to ask you. So you, because you even said in, we said in our program, like yeah. you do this kind of training for lots of different kinds yeah. of folks. So can you just who who is this valuable for? It. So I've been doing this work. And this isn't the only training. I just want to say it's not the only training we do. We do lots of trainings. Yeah. But this is the one that people ask for the most, especially if they're coming to us um, from the community. And in the last f- two, three, four years, it's it's sort of um, sort of exploded. So we're getting requests from from all different types of of organisations. Good examples would be I did a training recently in a food shelf. Really? Yeah. So workers who work in the food shelf. Um, we did a lot of work recently with uh, library staff. Um, that's, that's a very good example. Because, and yeah. Well, because people who work in a library are working in a public environment, public space. And so everyone's coming in, and now we have to, like, you know, quote-unquote, deal with these people. So what happens is staff want training on how to be more effective, and little do they know they're just entering the world of mental health training. That's so interesting, and and this is sort of mental health training, but I think what I'm hearing, part of what you're saying is that we sometimes maybe segment this off, like this is for this profession or this group of people, but you're saying... No, we're all... I'm the, not saying it. Yeah, we're the, all the, in the, the world. The emails and the phone calls are saying it. The counties are calling us. The libraries are calling us. The, we've done work with various police forces. Um, and so um, I had a call from a... This is a tiny bit off, but I had a call from a credit union saying, can you come in, can you come in and talk about mental health? I'm like, sure. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, you know... I mean, interest rates... Well, <laughs> I've been doing this work long enough to be somewhat surprised to hear from a credit union. Yeah. So, and I asked, I said, well, what's going on? You know, of course, come in, talk about whatever you want. But um, 
the HR person said, well, I'm concerned that my branch managers don't know enough about mental health. They don't know enough about how to spot the signs of their, of their staff, how to assist them, how to help them with, you know, maybe depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, that kind of thing. A credit union. So, um, and that, that was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. But um, actually, we never ended up doing that one. Oh, but, no. Um, no, but the conversation was started. So I don't know whether, um, it seems like no real limits to who would want to at least think about this kind of training. And so I think I wanted to ask that partially because there's a lot of folks here who Mm -hmm. I'm assuming have never had a training like this, Mm -hmm. may not be in a profession that they thought of as being something connected to this, but what I'm hearing you say is, no, this is potentially valuable and useful for everyone. Pretty useful at home. Go on. I will note your family is here, but uh, so how so? Well, I mean, you know, it's like you're dealing with and helping people. Anytime you're interacting with people, you got to think about what what kind of emotional state are they in? How much information can they take? What do they need right now? What's the objective of what's going on? What do I know about what? I mean, it's quite complicated. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like we kind of wandered off. That's how the show goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, last but, and I should say, in the second half of the show, uh, we open it up for you all to ask uh, more questions uh, of our guests. But so we kind of went through, okay, nonverbal things, reflecting back. That's Is, the big one. That's the big one. Yeah. Are there apologies any apologies? Are I mean, people already know that if you offer an apology, it can calm the situation. So, that, but that's a you know we have to mention it's a good tool to have in your toolbox. What people don't like about that is they'll say, "Ah, oh, I don't, I get it, but I don't want to apologize for something I didn't do." And I'll say, "Fine, like you know, just use the other tools." But it's a good tool. Yeah, and I assume it's like a real apology, not like genuine. A, I'm sorry that you're Actually, feeling the genuineness, authenticity of your of your. Uh, response is the key thing. Is there a, like? Is there like a final step to de-escalation? Like you're like, yeah, yeah. de-escalated. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yes. Uh, you you recognize back to the brain. Sorry. No, it's but you, good. You recognize that rationality has returned, and you might be um, moving towards problem solving together. That's a sign that de-escalation's done. Uh, they might apologize to you or go, they might say something like, ah, oh, it's not you, you know, you're all right, you are. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's this lot. And they're, they're kind of, the connection is made and you've de-escalated it, but you now still have the problem to work on. So that's another sign. If they just leave, that's a good sign. That, that They might just like, ah, I'm done with this and go because safety is like es- established, if you like. So those are the signs. But it's what it's the rationality that you're looking for. Because when people are super escalated, they're not particularly rational. So you've got to get them there. And when they, you've got it, then you can work with that. And then it's two system twos talking to each other, which is good. That's good. All right. Yeah. From, uh, can everyone, uh, a system two big round of applause uh, for our guest. 
Oh, so no, we're going to take. Uh, I know that there's a lot of audience questions, but I'm going to try and get to. I'm going to do one because I actually heard several people ask this, like as they were uh, coming in, which is people. Uh, I had no fewer than three people say to me, "I'm here at this show in preparation for Thanksgiving," oh, uh, and so. Is what you're talking about basically this, like, we're talking about these situations where somebody comes in and they're heightened for a variety of reasons. That feels different to me than mom, uh, like, trying to push your buttons, potentially. You were talking about mom when yeah. we met the yeah. other day. Uh, well, it was a therapy session. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but, so we could, we could, I mean, we were talking about a situation where, you know, the family has this capacity to do this in a very different way because they're not just heightened and sort of maybe like causing you to be heightened. There may be, it could be you have family that's actively trying to like needle you and mm-hmm. get you to be mm-hmm. like heightened. Yeah. So do you, how do you respond to that the same way? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. good. I'm glad we cleared that up. Um, well, if you, can you give me an example? Sure. Okay. So, uh, okay. I'll be mom. All right. Okay. Oh, Oh well, uh, so I mean, you only you could only come home for Thursday for Thanksgiving. Well, all right, that's fine. I mean, I know that you get the next day off of work, but I guess you have other more important things to do than be with your family. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Sure. I mean, it's just that your sister's here for the whole weekend. So I mean, it's just she clearly. I mean, she she. I mean, she's got a you know she's got a very good job. I don't. What what are you doing right now? But she was able to make time, so yeah. it's good. <clears throat> yeah, mom, it, it's it's weird calling you mom, um, but mom, you know, it sounds like Thanksgiving is very important to you. Oh well, and, I'm uh, like, yeah. and having the family together, and it's 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 and obviously it's important to me, but maybe not everyone. Mm. <laughs> and and you're a little upset that I haven't been able to make. Are you calling time. me upset right now? Yeah. Well, you, you seem a little upset, and and that, make, and that makes sense. That's validation, right? Right. It makes sense that you're a little upset. This time I couldn't do it, and I apologize. But you know, I get that you, you that you it's important to you, and so maybe next time, you know, we'll we'll have a look at it. <laughs> it's important to be. Authentic, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And have no, li- somebody's shouting out, no, ha- it's and not. Ha- and have limits. What's that? That's why people are here. Okay, let me open it up for questions. Okay, if you have a question for our guest, uh, raise your hand. I will come towards you uh, with the microphone, and I will also give you a sticker. All right, all right. So after you've had a de-escalation and it's successful... Do you ever refer to that incident again? Yeah. And how? So I think what you're getting at, and th- actually this comes up in training now and again, people spot that, like, if you do the, 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 the skills and it works, the problem is that you might be reinforcing bad behavior. All right? So... If I, if you, so if I have a meltdown and you say, hey, Russ, come here, you know, it's okay, I get it, I apologize, it's, you're, you have every right to feel that way, blah, 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 blah. Then I'm going to think, oh, okay, so I can get 
my mom to do that by me having a meltdown. So psychologists call that reinforcement. So, but, so we do want to come back to it, but we want to come back to it when we can think. So you de-escalate, and then you go into problem-solving, which is a different brain function, and you might do it right away, or you might do it later. Later is probably better. It's like, hey, listen, you know that thing this morning where we had a bit of a, yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. And we rationally problem-solve how to get around it so that the escalation is at least less, less next time. So, yeah, absolutely. But if, if you're never going to see the person again, then who cares? Like... <laughs> I mean, if, if, so, if you've taken someone's parking spot and you didn't know and you probably shouldn't have and they're yelling at you, just de-escalate, apologize, move on and forget, you know. So it's sort of short, short-term, Don't long-term. go back to the person who you saw their parking space and say, you may not remember me, but... Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> okay, were there other... Oh, all the way up in the... I'm going to come... I'll come over here and then over there. All right. All the way. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, when you're approaching to um, validate and yeah. identify with their feelings, is there any difficulty if you start moving into agreeing with them? Does that tend to still... Agreeing is very good. Okay. <laughs> Generally, you want, see that what the paradigm you're kind of working into is if we can... Like, this is how I introduce the trainings nowadays, is I say, look, the paradigm we're working in... First of all, I say that because I like to use the word paradigm in every training because it's just a cool word. But what we're getting at is the, uh, it's a basic idea, which is I can self-regulate better if I feel like the people around me get how I'm feeling, right? So if you say, listen, Russ, I agree with you about uh, this thing, uh, you know, but we've got to work through this situation because blah, blah, blah. I really like that we found a, a, a bit of connection. So you might, like, look for a bit of my argument that you can agree on. So, yeah, agreeing... Te- and, and the reason it's good is it creates a connection. So that's, that's what we call it at the Institute. We call it de-escalation, creating connection in crisis. And I, I'm wondering if I... Was part of your question almost that same reinforcing piece? Like, is there a concern about that? Like, oh, so like if yeah, so if like mom is saying like your sister is terrible as a human being, and you're like, I yes, mom, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> it depends how much danger you're in. It really potentially does. a lot. Well, Have you been to Thanksgiving? <laughs> If you imagine you're in extreme danger, extreme, right, and you create whatever vi- visual image you want right now, and I say, you agree with me, you mother, then you're going to agree with me to de-escalate the situation, create connection, and get, the, get safety reestablished. So, th- listen, when you're trying to de-escalate someone, what we find is that usually the barrier is the person de-escalating, not the, other, not the escalated person. Usually, the, the, the barrier is like, well, I don't want to validate this because it's bullshit. I don't want to. Like, rules are rules. Like, they should comply. They should do this. They, they, they. And the barrier rests with the person. And often it's a staff person. Like, I've got the uniform, I've got the lanyard, I've got the badge, I've got the power. 
Like you do what I say. Like deep down, that's there, and that creates the barrier to the connection, and that's what the other person doesn't like. I love the idea of I've got the lanyard. Yeah. Uh, I got the lanyard. You have to listen. Where's my lanyard, by the way? I usually get one when I do a conference or something. Okay, uh, I'm curious about your thoughts on the internet and other forms of communication that aren't face-to-face and how you, mm. if and how you engage and de-escalate in those situations. Uh, well, the hands thing doesn't seem to matter. That kind of dominated, didn't it? This, the hands is just part of it. Um, I think the concepts are the same, aren't they? Like if you were in a chat room and you said, you know, I see that you're, you, you, you know, this, this idea is valid. I agree with this, but not this. What do you think? Then you create a little connection around certain ideas and invite inquiry and, you know, dialogue around something else. So I think the connection is the, is the, is the basic idea that you want to go for. <coughs> but on the internet, maybe you have to st- take a step back and realize that people aren't looking for connection. They're looking for drama. Yeah. I mean, people like drama. And if you like drama, you won't be good at de-escalating because deep down your ego loves the drama. Wow, that was, that's a hard mirror. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so what if the de-escalation isn't working this is we have this question every training i know you do then you set limits such as well so for example let's say me and you've been working for a little while and i've been trying to validate and apologize and offer to help and i've been reflecting about your concerns and uh, and and the non-verbal's all good but you just won't leave it and i say well we can't just continue with this so now the next imagine a continuum from like are you okay all the way to, you know, some sort of use of force. So we're kind of operating down here. So here would be like, I'm going to set limits now. And most people's limits really aren't very skillful. They'll, they'll be further escalated and they'll say things like, ma'am, if you don't calm down, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> right? That's the usual, like, grammatical construction of a limit. It does not go over at Thanksgiving, by the no, way. No, yeah. and, and it's another... And basically, it's a threat. So I've just offered you a threat. Like, oh, I know what will calm her down. I'll threaten her. And then we're back to the brain. I know Tane doesn't like going there, but if you threaten people, you'll you activate the threat circuitry. It makes sense, right? So I want... But, but if, if de-escalation hasn't worked, and you're basically like, you know what? I'm just not going to connect with you. <laughs> you know, screw you then I might say, well, we do have to put some limits around this. So instead of, but let's say I want to do the same limit, which is, you know, if, if you don't calm down, I'll have to ask you to leave. What we'll do is we'll turn it around and offer it a little more skillfully. And I'll say something like, you know, I don't want to have to see us, like, have you leave. So would you be willing to help me work something out? And it's kind of a, like a last gasp attempt to collaboration if you listen carefully the limit is still the same yeah the one i use in training one we use is <clears throat> we put up if you don't calm down i'm gonna uh, i'll have to call 911 right and so we want to say 
I don't want to have to call 911. Come on, let's work it out. If you listen to it, it's, it's kind of like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's work it out here. But the limit's still there because if they're like, no, yeah, screw you, then so that's the answer. It's like, if it doesn't work, we set limits because we can't just carry on indefinitely. Okay, I've got a hand over here. Uh, I just want to say for the record, I am very pro-brain. I have always been pro-brain. Uh, here we go. How do you prevent um, getting escalated in the first place? <sighs> like me, like oneself? Well, the, the, the trendy answer is you learn mindfulness skills. That's right. You learn how to breathe. You kind of like self-regulating, and you kind of get a hold of yourself through your breath and your, you know, think happy thoughts. Um, how do you prevent it? I don't know if you can prevent it, honestly, because you're reacting to the environment. It's what you do with that escalation that really counts. If you can sort of have a little. Um, method of saying, oh my god, I'm. I mean, you can give yourself a timeout. Uh, adults do that. Like, I'm getting a little escalated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sit down. I'm gonna go outside for a minute. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a really good question. The trendy answer is learn mindfulness. All right. Uh, all right. You had a question right here. Um. So truly, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Um. I live in this neighborhood, and uh, reading the audience or anticipating my neighbors in the audience, um, maybe the most people are um, have a certain opinion about impeachment, and the others mm-hmm. are uh, not. And so, how? So, um, how do you finesse this? I mean, these are all good skills, but. How do you finesse this when you know you're maybe in the majority? You could say, you know, count the room, you might be in the minority. What's your goal? Or you could say... Yeah, what's your goal? Uh, well, what's, your, what's your goal? To, to, no, no, because you remember that... Sorry to cut you off. But you know the bit about the ego uh-huh. and the drama? Right. Do you want to win? Do you want to win? I, I want to di- have a good, pleasant, long oh, Okay, so your goal is calm. And so, do it you discuss like it or not? It, 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 so, it sounds like it's going to be hard for you to let go of your position on the impeachment process. Mm-hmm. Right? But so, so, that's the barrier, isn't it? Well, but if you're never the one to bring it up, and it's somebody that has the opposite opinion, yeah. and they keep bringing it up, mm-hmm. that's... How well, do you, you could not do buy the, into you could it. do what he would do. Is just, is, you're right, man. Like you know, let's move on. Okay. I mean, what is your what is your goal? Do you want to win an argument? No. Uh, if not you do want to win an argument, then you'll. You see, that's what. See, one of the things about I get I get your question. It's a hard question. I'm trying to touch it, <laughs> but one of the things you've got to like realize is. De-escalation isn't problem solving, right? Listen to that carefully and think about it. Because, and that's why one of the reasons why people get bugged with the train. I actually warn people now. I say one of the things you'll notice if you pay attention to what we're doing is it's really annoying. It's going to bug you. I'm going to validate this person that's been a total pain in the ass. 
I'm going to apologize to them for stuff I've never, haven't even done. I'm going to reflect back rubbish that doesn't even make sense. And it's going to bug you. But what is the point? Like, if you want harmony, if you want safety to be paramount, then that, those things work most of the time. Nothing works all the time. So you've got to get to your goal. Now, if you're coming into a dinner with people who have opposite views to you on something, you've got to ask yourself if you want to win the argument or understand their position. And usually if you, if you can demonstrate through reflective listening that you understand their position but you, you respectfully disagree, there's nothing much they can do with it. So that would be, so that's the big question behind it. I would, I mean, think of it as a game. Like have a little fun with it. Like, because they'll be expecting a fight. Think about this. They're going to be like, well, you know, blah, 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 expecting you to disagree. When you're like, so for you, the blah, 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 reflective response of their position that's validating and understanding of their response without any judgment, like, just see what they do with that. And think of it as a bit of a laugh. Right here, have a magnet. Yeah, it's a uh, very good question. That's good. Uh, that's a great question. Okay, so uh, we are out of time, but so you've done a, this has been great. This has Thank been you. a lot. Yeah, so uh, help help us. So we're walking out of here. Yeah. people probably have heard a lot. Yeah. Are, is there any kind of trick to just remember? Like if they're if they're re- making a note right now in the back of their receipt for like, okay, I got to do this uh, the next time someone steals my parking spot or. Uh, you know, my my sister like takes the la- the wishbone and breaks it without even inviting me to be part of it. She broke it all by herself, and that doesn't even make sense because you're supposed to have two people do it. Why would sounds you do like it that you know, way? It sounds like you want to like really get her for that. <laughs> the, the, we, well, no, the, we, we, I haven't got an acronym. Haven't got an acronym. Well, I do, but it's for the nonverbal bit. Well, what is that? Saves. It's lame. Just tell us. We'll decide okay. if it's lame. So nonverbal saves is the S is give the person space. B, A is assertive, not aggressive, Tane. Assertive, not aggressive. V is keep your voice steady. Uh, e, E, what's E, Bethany? <laughs> I forgot. Um, Oh, make eye contact, but don't overdo it and keep an eye on what they're doing. Don't overdo eye contact. No, but just, you know, see if you can establish eye contact. And then S is, um, oh, my God. Can you remember? Safe stance. That's the angle thing. Thank you. Bethany works with me. Thank you. Safe stance. Yeah. Yeah. I told you it was a lame acronym. I didn't like it. No, so so that's good. Yeah, angles rather than, hey, come on, you know, rather than like, But I think the takeaway is sounds like like when someone yells at you. What ask yourself? Well, what did that sound like? What was that about? And then respond back with that. Oh, it seems like you're upset because I took you a spot, man. I I didn't mean to. I I really apologize. Right. Job job done. On that beautiful, simple (laughs) mindfulness note, uh, can we all do a big round of applause? Thank you for listening. This show was recorded live at the Bryant Lake Bowl in Minneapolis. If you'd like to attend one of our live shows or are interested in working with us on an issue you're passionate about, you can find out more information on our website at www.t2p2.net and on Facebook and Twitter. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend about it.
Thanks.